0: TheWellnessCoach.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts Dr Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. My name is Marcus Pierce, and here I am with the Prince of the Bicep. Oh, He's come Dr. On. David
1: Christoph. Uh, How is
0: this gun show going? We've got the I short what. sleeve shirts.
1: I'll tell you what, I was inspired today because we've got the gun show master himself today on the show. And look, last night when we were doing a little bit of research on YouTube, we went to check all things Insta Famous and went onto YouTube. And We did. We checked out the Robards, the Robards Method. We,
0: we not only checked out the Robards Method, this morning we did some incredible Robards Method work Unbelievable! to talk to us, not just about the Robards Method, but so many great things about health and wellness. <laughs> we are bringing on an incredible man today. He's a true force for good in the health and wellness world. He's one of the highest profile chiropractors in the world, but a lot of people don't actually know that he's a chiropractor. Many people one of the, know... One of Australia's best-kept secrets. One of, it is one of Australia's nah. best-kept secrets. A lot of people know Tim Robards as The Bachelor from 2013, but to talk to us specifically, I mean, we could get a lot of advice on romance and relationships and all the rest of it, but let's talk about health and wellness. Let's do that. With the great Tim Robards. <laughs> Tim, thanks so much for joining us on 100 Not Out.
2: Good morning. How are you guys? Thanks for, uh, thanks for a great little intro
1: oh mate cool. well we probably could have done a better job but that was uh, it was alright it was, all right. it was okay. not bad it was <laughs> just who, okay you gave me a 5 out of it's 10 it was warming up we'll, yeah. sometimes it doesn't hey,
2: matter. look at that shirt have you actually got those sleeves rolled up and extra you, you should see yeah, them you, know you should see them that's <laughs> <look. laughs> just the
1: way they're meant <laughs> look, to be this is the way yeah, that, I when I bought the shirt I bought the shirt like that that's how it was meant to be
2: Oh yeah, well I I used to wear my little brother's shirts as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: this is but this is Amber's shirt. This is this is my wife's shirt. That's accidental. Nah, Jack, you're looking good. Jackson's you're looking shirt. good. I've actually
2: I've I've got one 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 gun here, and the other one's shooting blanks at the moment. Yeah. So. Well,
1: it was nice of it for Anna to lend you her shirt too. So good on good on her. No, no, before.
2: I won't tell you about the skirt I'm wearing.
1: (laughs) Before we get into your
0: dress sets and skirts and everything else, we want to know about the Robards method, but tell us. You're in a, a, uh, what do you call that? Sling. A sling at the moment. What happened? You have pulled the bicep off the bone. That's not an easy thing to do. What uh, I'd have love you to done? say this
2: is like the latest fashion statement. I tried to do that at the races on the weekend, but <laughs> it didn't quite work. But no, I was—I've been—I've been training really hard this year. I'm actually—I was looking at competing in the what they call the street workout games at the end of the year, and you know, it's, it's pretty crazy. It's kind of a mixture between parkour, where you're jumping around and over things and flipping around and all this sort of stuff, and um, just. Did a, a pretty one of the hardest kind of moves you can do, and it and I've since learned that it's it does put a lot of load on the bicep and aggravated. I've had an old footy injury there for years, and it just it just finally went bang. So it's a good opportunity get it uh, get it fixed up, and it'll come back stronger than ever. But it's also a good opportunity for me to start from from scratch pretty much um, with my training. And uh, so I'm going to know what it's like for, um, for someone who hasn't, you know, has kind of let themselves go for a bit, getting, getting back into it and starting from the ground, working their way up.
1: Oh, that's good, mate. Well, I mean, it's good and bad. It's no good that you've ripped the bicep off your arm. It's nice yeah. to do a nice little clinical study for us all there to be able to prove that your system's going to work. That's a, good on <laughs> you. That's a little bit of research. Write that one up. Um, yeah. Mate, uh, I noticed that you've got some breakfast over your, top, over your left-hand shoulder there. Um, yeah, we've... <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's full of antioxidants, this breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> That's a yeah. superfood breakfast if ever i have seen one. Oh, absolutely. Well, it's full of, what do they call it? Oligomeric proanthocyanidins. That's what so I wanted to say, but you took the words out of my mouth. I'm actually
2: drinking a man tea. A man tea? It's, it's called man tea. Wow.
0: What goes well, in Man uh, tea.
2: Full of Chinese herbs to aid in digestion and get you like well they they say it gets you you know gets you muscly and ripped but I just like the taste of it it's great it's got a bit of um, licorice root so you don't need any you don't need any sweetness but it adds a little bit of sweetness beautiful
1: yeah that's, that's <laughs> I love it how they've turned that into a man tea that's incredible Dude, that's, that's really good oh, that's makes,
2: so good you sound a lot more masculine to me normally I'm like ah oh, give me a coffee but if I can have man tea <laughs> I'll stop. Well, you did not notice that this is actually a fishnet, uh, <laughs> Sorry, I need all I can all I can get for these. You a do well. bit more massive. you
1: do well, Tim. Um, th- there's so many different things out there, and you. I mean, one of the greatest things we've found with uh, with a hundred knot out, and in terms of longevity and staying healthy and staying well, is that. Food doesn't really come into it, which, which we've, we, I mean, health health is related to food. Yeah, absolutely. But longevity doesn't appear to be. Um, what we've noticed is that engagement and purpose and exercise movement are more important uh, markers of longevity or the success of longevity than than food by miles really, isn't it? And and so I'm really fascinated because at this point in time, you're, like, you're ripe, you're young, um, you're still in great shape and you look like you're going to be in great shape for a long, long time. Exercise, obviously, is part of your life, a big part of your life. But just to kick it off, because I'm a foodie, I'd love to know what your model is around food and, and how you see that fitting into um, a health picture around longevity.
2: Yeah, um well, I grew up. I was, I was really lucky. I grew up when I was younger. My mum actually um, was, was, was quite That's was quite sick. It's good. Well done. <laughs> it's something not a lot of people do. So, um, <laughs> I um, when my mum when when I, when I was younger, my mum was actually sick for about seven years. She used to have these turns. We, we still don't know exactly what it was, but she was diagnosed with a whole heap of things, and she used to. She used to have little turns and fits, and she'd be bedridden for days. So I had to learn to kind of cook for myself from a pretty young age. And she she was always really healthy, and taught me how to. You know, I used to, they used to call me Tofu Boy at school because I'd be cooking like she'd. You know, I'd want protein. I would try and I, I remember reading the the Zone book when I was thirteen, and um, and wanting to try and balance out and keep my protein high. Whereas Mum would never have anything in the fridge, so the easiest thing was to buy tofu. So I was just always eating tofu and taking tofu wraps to school and stuff like that. So I think I got interested in nutrition at an early age because I I wanted to put on a bit of size to get strong to play footy. It's in Newcastle, it's all it's all rugby league. Everyone wants to play footy. So that kind of kicked that off and then that's kind of gone through stayed with me. And I guess my around nutrition, you know, some people are just, you know, eat, eat purely to fuel your body. You know, I believe there's for me it's a mixture of balancing that Enjoyment, fact. I mean, but I I get so much enjoyment out of eating healthy whole foods. But in saying that, I do love a little treat here and there. So I'm not going to, um, you know, cut things out of my diet. But I just keep it balanced, and that's where, from my experience, I just see so many people either not educated enough about keeping that balance, or um, just kind of giving in to that little that little emotional thing in the back of their head, going right, pick up another donut.
1: (laughs) The monkey on the shoulder. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Well, this is this is.
0: We were looking when Damo and I were really getting into the Robards method. Damo was talking to me about your seven two one. Yep. Can you tell people what is seven two one? Damo has given me a rundown, and I really like it. Uh, From the horse's mouth. What is the seven two
2: one? So seven two one. I wanted to come up with. You know, it's basically the way I eat, which which is sustainable. You know, I've. I've. If you look at a photo of me when I was eighteen to when I'm now, I'm pretty much the same thing. I don't fluctuate. I. My. I balance my food. 7 is kind of like the, uh, the formula to keep it balanced. So I eat about 70%. If you look at your whole week, I eat 70% um, whole foods. So super clean, we call it. It's 70% super clean, um, nothing processed, 20% sensible. So, you know, if you want to have your spaghetti bolognese or something like that, you know, have maybe try and balance it out a little bit. Have some whole wheat pasta, maybe add a couple of veggies in, but don't deny yourself of, you know, if you want to have a pizza, maybe use a bit of a healthier base and throw your own stuff rather than going down to Domino's or something. That's your 20%. And then 10% is relaxed. So whatever that means to you. So if that means, you know, having your birthday cake, then do it if that means having a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But that's, you know, I think I I kind of, you know, I dabble in something a little sweet once, twice a week, maybe three times on occasion, depends how much I'm, you know, just trying to keep that balance up. And I think if you get that... um, you know, you can live a pretty healthy life, but it's when that ten percent turns into twenty and thirty and forty yeah. percent, and then you know, yeah. and the whole foods part. On some people, it's you'd be lucky if it's five percent of their diet. Yeah. yeah. So that if if people get that right, it is sustainable. You're not restricting. You're just balancing.
0: Damo, I think we've said this before in terms of uh, predicting uh, at the end of every year, we do, you know, reflections and predictions for the year. And I have a feeling that last year you said that we are going to become a bit more sensible. Like Mm. I know where I live up in Byron Bay, you've got like, there's a great little cafe called Leaf and Grain. Like grain is almost... It's coming back. It's coming back, Mm. right? And and that's very anti-paleo, so Mm. to speak. But Mm. I think it's not that it's... That it's anti paleo or that it's it's
1: anti a label. It's that I think we're becoming more sensible. So, like you get these little levellers, you know, like we've got, we went so far into eating a heap of grain that paleo came out and said, hey, hang on a second. Grain's going to kill you. Anyone, anyone who eats rice could die tomorrow. <laughs> anyone that has a <laughs> pizza or spaghetti bolognese, that's just like autoimmune yeah. in a bowl. Forget playing on freeways, your time's up anyway. So it's like, you know, it, they took so, they made it so serious to avoid it. And now it's just starting to come back to balance. The 721 thing, it sounds like you've had a bit of a play on the Pareto's principle there, Tim. Um, and you've done the 2.0 version of Pareto's principle, which is 80 20. So you might become a philosopher, mate. It could be <laughs> a, massive, a mathematician.
2: Right, I got. I stumbled upon this one night. You know, I started just like Einstein. I started wearing the same suit to work every day, freed up a bit of brain space, and it just came to me. <laughs> well,
0: what I, what I'd love to know about the seven two one is: has this been a rite of passage for you? Have you been someone? Uh, I mean, I, I don't know and I talk about this. I was vegan for seven years and uh, Damo was vegetarian in his early 20s and did you go through a point in your life where you were quite, you know, more like 100% or 99-1 rather than 70-20-10?
2: You know, I've, um, I've tried little things here and there and when I start to restrict myself of, um, of food, I just, yeah, I don't know, I haven't really ever gone hardcore on anything and I just it just doesn't work. I'm kind of like, you know, just like anyone who tries a really restrictive diet, most people fail at it. Mm. And, you know, I'd, I'd maybe go, oh, I'll try this for a little bit and it'll last two days. But when I say that, it wouldn't mean I'd go back to eating crap. i just go back to not denying myself of anything. So, you know, I might have chocolate in the cupboard, but I'll just go and have a little a little piece of some dark chocolate or whatever here and there. And I might even have... That you know every second night, but it's just a little piece. Whereas I can control that, rather than trying to restrict it all week and then have a blowout and eat the whole packet of Tim yeah. tams. So that's what I, I figure is is a lot better. And I see so many people do that. And um, you know, if you're trying to, it, it then gets it gets you down because you're failing when you set yourself up to do something really hard that's not sustainable. You're only basically setting yourself up to fail. So it, it then becomes disempowering and everything. So I just found the seven two one is. But it's kind of kind of foolproof in a way.
1: I like it, mate.
0: Absolutely, and like and it. for everyone listening, mm. you know, uh, you as a foodie will mm. often say this, but to hear it from—I'm just going to call you the body for a moment, Tim. Yeah, yeah. Uh, It's like the male version of El McPherson. Of L. McPherson. Yeah. but for yeah. someone that <laughs> like, there's a lot of man love, but there's a lot of love for someone that's really healthy. And you and I have spoken about this in the past. When you are around people that look great. It's yeah. a great sense of accountability. Some yeah. people go, oh my gosh, I could never do that. Yeah. But other people go, that's incredible. Yeah. I want to do it. But to yeah. hear someone like Tim say, you know what? I'm not a fanatic on my food. I'm not like 100% weighing everything. It's perfect and all the rest of it. 7 to 1, baby. If Good I have win. chocolate every second night, I'm not going to be losing sleep over it. I might not be sleeping because like, I've got a chocolate running <laughs> to my system. <laughs> make, it less, make it less dark. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fine. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> but in terms of, do you meet much resistance? Are you finding, I would like to think that people are going, oh, well, if Tim Robards is doing it, it's good enough for me. Is that are you getting people feeling? Because I've seen some of the results people are um, having with the Robards method uh, on your social media. I'm guessing people are feeling a great sense of relief yeah. that they can actually go seven to one rather than a hundred zero and have to stick to a label.
2: Yeah, yeah I think so. Um, definitely, we're, the people that um, that get me. I guess for me, it's been a, a transition from being. Most people initially know me as The Bachelor. Um, Transitioning from that for people to actually know that, yeah, I was a chiropractor, like you said, and I am still a chiropractor. And I, you know, I've been living uh, this health and wellness kind of, um, you know, living it for, for so many years. Now, um, I don't want to call myself an expert there, but. Uh, well, you're a health that's, professional, that's, so yeah, in many
0: ways, yeah, yeah you are. Well, I'll call you an expert. Yep, me too. But that's
2: where, um, you know, I've, I've been living it for so long, and, and I'm gradually getting people to trust me on that side of things as well. Um, but, you know, yeah, it's 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 great like it's so empowering now when I do see people taking it on and going you know what this is um, this is this is easy this is doable and I love it. So like with the 721 program we have there's about 75 different recipes at the moment um, there's a couple of monthly food plans just to kind of kick you along. And then we've got 30 chapters of nutritional guidance, which just shows you the – teaches you the basics of like, you know, how much should I – how much protein should I eat? How much – what sort of protein should I eat? Where should I get it from? What sort of things should I cut out? Um, little things like that. And it's kind of, you know, I guess there's a lot of people out there with different intolerances and things. This is – it is kind of like the 80-20 where you, you know, 80% of people out there can can do this fine, whereas you might have the other 20% who – who um, need a little bit more to cut out grains and things like that if they are inflammatory. But um, I just wanted something to simplify things for most people. So this won't work for every single person, but I believe that the majority of people out there can really get something from this.
1: Yeah, that's so good. That's great. I love that. Now, exercise, it's important. What's prior to you ripping your bicep off your arm, for, for science, what's the um, what's what do you do? Like, well, how much do you work out every single day? Are you working out a couple of hours a day? You doing what you can get done in ninety seconds? You know, what do you, what do you, What's your philosophy there?
2: Yeah, no, I try and I try and do something that makes me sweat every day, mm-hmm. and then it's I try and get something, even if it's between half an hour and hour per day, you know. I get a pretty busy, pretty, pretty busy lifestyle at the moment between being a chiropractor, running, running the new business. Um, I was also running two clinics. Um, I was working a travel show last year. I was doing other media stuff, so I was flat chat, But I could, I just prioritise. For me, it has to be a priority that I get something in there, and it may literally be just make that thirty minute walk to work like a little bit quicker, so you get a sweat on. You know, not too much that I'm dripping wet when I get to work. But, <laughs> slippery,
1: but slippery hands like, on the patient. That's, that's, what, that's uh, yeah, awesome.
2: It's what, I always love love mixing it up as well. So, you know, I don't just do one. I'm not always in the gym. So I try and – I really try and mix it up. And that's what's kind of – over the last couple of years, I've really transitioned to a lot more of um, the calisthenics kind of body-weighted workout stuff. And, you know, I love my yoga and all that, but I love getting outdoors. And especially when the weather's so good, you know, it's so good. And getting on the – and you've got those outdoor workout stations everywhere. And most people, when they walk up to these stations, they're like, well – you know, there's a couple of chin-up bars and a couple of things on the ground. I can't do a chin-up, so what am I going to do? And I I see like we've all got access to a lot of these things, but just most people don't know how to do things and they don't have the ability yet to do a chin-up. So what do you do? So I've, with the robots Method, I've put together a a program that's basically like belts in karate where you start, everyone, you can start at white belt. If you are a bit more fitter, you can fast track it and start down the line and you work your way through a body weighted program using, um, we use basic equipment, so some rings and things and they allow you to slowly progress the movement. So to work your way up to a chin up and to work your way you know, down to a push up on your toes, to work your way there. And it's just a slow progressional program. And you always feel like you're, um, like you're, you're always um, progressing and challenging yourself and getting over those challenges. Every month there's a little exam. If you pass the exam, you move to the next level. So there's that sense of achievement every month, which also keeps you going rather than just going, right, here's your thing. Do it for the next three months. There's your workout and go for it. So I think that's, you know, people need to feel like they're continually achieving and seeing results and sometimes the results on your body do take a little bit longer. You know, you might start a new program and you won't necessarily see the, the big guns, like Damien, you know, overnight. But… <laughs> it's going
1: to take, take me quite some time. Tim. <laughs> but it's if you've got other ahead. measures, you know, it's like
2: as a chiropractor, you need outcome measures. If you have other measures in place and you can see those outcome measures being met each each month, then, then it's… It's also going to keep you um, inspired and keep you going, and that's that's the hardest thing. I think people start something with all the greatest intentions. They get bored. They don't see the immediate results, and they move on and they forget it. So I'm just trying to tackle all of those things and and really make it easy for people to get fit and healthy. Nice.
0: It's beautiful, and and what I love, I think what you say, Tim, is so true. People need to see regular progress in yeah. whatever it is that that, that they're doing. Yeah. Um, but it's so refreshing to hear you talk, Tim, as a health professional. And I know you said, oh, you're not sure if you're an expert. Mate, you are an expert. And when you talk like that and you can feel the inspiration come through, I'm sure you find it refreshing, Tim, that people aren't just asking you about the bachelor, that they're asking you about the Robards Method and your your, your core expertise, uh, which is helping people improve the quality of their life. I'd love to know, with, with uh, the Robards Method itself, do you find people of any... Um, Skill level because really, when Damo and I were on the ropes this morning, Damo can do some incredible moves, which I just cannot do. Um, But I'm guessing we're we're not dissimilar to a lot of other people in that a lot of people would be coming to you with various different um, background strength levels, knowledge levels, and the rest.
2: Yep. Yeah, that's right. And I think if you know, when you think of, say, Olympic rings, which are part of the equipment which we use, um, you know, you think you've got to be an Olympian, but. A lot of people get intimidated at first sight, but the, using Olympic rings actually makes things really easy. So you can take a um, uh, like my grandma can do it. My mother's doing the program at the moment, and she's you know she hasn't she hasn't done any strength exercise in a long while. So you can take an exercise like um, like a chin up, and you can you can then take it to the to the rings where you're basically you're standing on your feet and you're just going to lay back a little bit. And then you're going to pull back and forth. If you want to make it harder, you just lay back a little bit further or walk your feet a little bit further. So you can actually, just like when you're on a you know gym machine and you put on a little bit extra weight, you drop the pin down and you throw on a couple extra weights, you can do that in two seconds by the way you angle your body. So... For someone who's starting, you're pretty much upright. You're just on your two feet and you're just gently just pulling back and forth. It's like doing push-ups against the wall. And you slowly progress that and take that down. But also through, not as simple as that. There's, we've got over 300 and something different exercises which, which make it interesting too. So you're not just kind of pushing back and forth. So you're learning, you're incorporating balance, which is a huge one, which all that neurological stimulation. So that's one, the balance and the, the joint strength which you don't always get when you go to a gym and you just jump on a machine like a chest press machine and you're pushing in two planes. When you've got a set of rings, you've got that instability and it really challenges your mind to activate more muscles, recruit more muscles, you're working your core in every single part of it and you're burning a lot more fat because you're also using a lot more muscles at the one time. Mm.
1: That's how I felt this morning Yeah, when I was doing the triceps. I was shaking
0: around and... And you got feeling, lean, very feeling fast, the burn. Too, is, you should have <laughs> seen how
1: much fat he was burning. He was on fire. Like, there was people at the fence just, no, but just, it was just amazing. A, just a quick <laughs> one. I said to Damo, uh,
0: when we were going to do, what was the one we did? It got up on the triceps. Anyway, I said to Damo, um, mate, can you help me get up here? And he said, no, do it yourself. <laughs> I did, exactly. And, and, <laughs> and I did. And I did it myself. And I thought, isn't that interesting? Like I thought that I would need help. So I actually asked for help to begin with. And then I got up and I could do it. And I think that's how a lot of people feel with exercise. They think, No, I can't do that. But really, it's only once people get started, like you said, there's so many different ways to um, to alter based on your skill level, your strength level and everything else. And I think that's what people really love with exercise, is just a little bit of growth to get some confidence. Up and running. Now, I've got one. Can I just ask one question? Of course. Because I know I've asked a few here, but I just (laughs) want to change subject subject a touch. And this is something that I get really fascinated about. Um, You've gone through a massive fame spurt and you went from um, chiropractor doing his thing to national icon. And all of a sudden, when you walk to work, uh, you probably find that you get people wanting a photo. They want to talk to you and all the rest of it. How have you found, um, with, with that ascent in fame, I'm often talking to people that being the same off-camera as they are on-camera, that often is much uh, harder to do than it is to say. How have you found that transition? Because now you're transitioning to the point where you don't want to be the bachelor, so to speak, you actually want to get the more health profession expertise out there. How are you finding that uh, on-camera, off-camera role that you need to play with, uh, again, that level of fame?
2: yeah um you know I think with with the with the with the fame you talk about comes a big level of responsibility and and inability to I think when you're in that position um I feel now like you know I have I have uh, more people that recognize me and will look up to me for certain things especially now health so i I need to walk my talk more than ever um, it is hard when I with a show like The Bachelor, because the, you know the media love controversy. When I go into, I don't do much now, but when I was doing a lot of things for The Bachelor, they're always looking for that one little, one little quote, one little slip up, that one little three words together that mm. they'll pull out and they'll throw up, and that'll be the headline. Yeah. So I found actually when I was going to interviews, I was so protected, I, I couldn't. I actually found it hard to just be myself because you're thinking of everything you say before you actually get it out, and it actually. You become a bit like, I don't know, you become a bit almost like monotone. You know, you're so yeah. stiff because you're just worried because they're, they're all trying to pull bits out of you. So um, that for me took a little bit to get past. And now, especially when I'm not talking about that stuff, I can just be myself more, which is great. And um, but yeah, I, love, I love now you know, being in this position where I do have that, I feel I've got that responsibility and, um, and but then at the same time, it's a great responsibility to have because now I just get inspired every day because I I get to help more and more people and that's what I'll just continue to keep doing. So it's a good, it's a good position to be, in, but it's a good, uh, it's a good, you know, it was that whole thing was such a great strengthening process for me as a, as a man to come out and just go, you know what, like, now I know people are going to try and, Pick you to pieces, you know, but it's um, uh, you've just got to own it, and um, and that's that's been one of the best things that's actually came out. Apart from my girl, from that whole experience, that was one of the best things that Anna. came out Good of that, Anna. Uh, that
1: experience. You do well, Anna. Well played, Anna. Um, Tim, um, from a chiropractic per- perception perspective, um, we've copped a bit of a beating in the ma- in the marketplace recently, and not even in the marketplace, but just in the in the media. Um, and it, you you just. You look at even Kate Tim the other day had a bit of a go at chiropractors and you look at the project, they get stuck into chiropractors and it seems that left, right and center, people are getting stuck into chiropractors. I think it's because of ignorance, they don't really know what we're about and they don't really understand that we have a, a holistic approach to health and well-being and, and we're legitimately interested in health outcomes with our with our practice members and patients that far exceed just getting them beyond their symptoms. So, And that's different to medicine. How do you find the perception of chiropractic um, at the moment uh, in your role as a, as a health professional and in the media?
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's always a, a constant battle with... Um, When it comes to chiropractic, I think there's, from what I see, there's we all have a, we all come from the similar, the similar rule of the rule of the the nervous system, but then there's so many different ways to practice and so many different um, offshoots and things like that. At the end of the day, we're all trying to be, we're all about proactive health, and and that's what I start to find. It is, you know, there's that in the in the the medical medical world, there is a lot of reactive health, whereas you know you. and we need that because people, things come up and people need saving at the, the, the ninth day, you know, the 11th hour, sorry, with um, and you might need medication and things like that. But there's so many, um, it's, there's so much to fix the symptoms and not look at the cause of things. And, and I love that. I just think gradually people are starting to realize that we're trying to find the cause of things. And, and some of that, it doesn't have to be that complicated. It's just looking at your own environment. So you know, usually there's there's only a small amount of things where the cause of it is actually a genetic cause. But when you when you look in your own environment, are you getting the things? Is your environment set up for you to be healthy? So you know, are you getting the right movement, the right sleep, the right food, nutrition, the right? Um, do you have the right s- social setup? You know, the, are you loved? Do you have people around you that love you? Like all of those things. If you get that right from a young age then 30 years down the track, you won't need all the medications and things. But we've just, you know, our whole world I see is, has moved and changed so quickly in the last 100, 200, 300 years and our bodies are just struggling to keep up. And I think as chiropractors, we see that and it's just slowly people catching on. But, you know, because we uh, also have that, you know, we're known as the backcrackers, people find that hard to make that link. And... Yeah. Um, you know, it's I think it's to just, happen. there's
1: still some, still some education yeah. around that, isn't there? Yeah.
2: And that's what I'll try and keep pushing. And I think with, with what I'm doing, you know, people go, hang on, are you a chiropractor or are you a personal trainer or what are you doing? But I'm like, well, you know, I live the chiropractic philosophy and that is about, it's kind of a touching on all of those things. Absolutely. And that's what I that's what I love about it is that I can and it, you know it, you can't really make someone healthy if you don't factor in their sleep and their movement and all of that you need to you need to hit the whole the whole lot
0: yeah absolutely oh, it 's been it 's been a joy tim we can 't thank you enough for great. sharing your wisdom and really uh just sharing with all of our listeners and viewers what you 're about because like i say it 's a massive transition that um you 've gone through and it 's been great to really to talk to you for this whole episode about nothing to do with the bachelor yeah. but all to do with <laughs> Health and wellness and living the 100 not out lifestyle. I want to um, say, people, if you've been listening, watching, and you're fascinated with the Robards Method, go to therobardsmethod.com. Uh, make sure you keep up with what uh, Tim is doing. Go to Mr. Tim Robards or at Mr. Tim Robards at Instagram, Twitter, um, Facebook as well. Tim, sincere gratitude again for your time, for your efforts, particularly after snapping the bicep off the bone. Really appreciate <laughs> you uh, giving us your time. And as always, like we like to say to all of our guests, may the rest of your life, Tim, continue to be the best of your life.
2: Thanks, guys. It was a
1: pleasure. Good fun. Damo,
0: thank you, as always, for your wisdom, great man.
1: Gee, you had some long questions in there. Well, it's a fascinating individual. The longest questions, I think, in history. But good on you. you When
0: the man's only on for the first time ever, it's important that people know that he's not just the bachelor and There's more of this to
1: come. I can tell. There's going to be long questions I can tell. It's good. Love it. No, it'd be great. What a great interview. Awesome to have Tim on here with us, sharing time, sharing wisdom in the 721. 721, folks. Get on it. Go to
0: therobudsmethod.com. Thanks again for joining us on 100 Not Out. Until next time, as always, may the rest of your life continue to be the best of your life.
2: This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives.